Hello, everybody, and welcome to a new episode of Hooked on Sports. My name is John Flynn. Thank you so very much for listening to the podcast once again. This is episode number 187 of the program, so, so, so st- stick along with us because we're, we're, we're going to get you set up for week number two of the National Football League this, uh, in today's podcast. We're, we're of course, going to do all of my picks and predictions for week two in the NFL against the spread. We're, I'm going to give you a couple, a couple of things in, in, ter- in terms of the fantasy realm to, to look at as we we get we get we get along to week two. I know a lot of you have fantasy matchups uh, to set and rosters to, to look at, so we'll we'll get into that. But we we begin each NFL podcast. Uh, uh, on a week before uh, NFL action with, with some topics uh, that you could use uh, for conversation to, uh, to warm us up here. So we'll, 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 we'll get into uh, how the Cowboys uh, should move forward after the injury to Dak Prescott. We'll, we'll, we'll look, at, uh, look at a couple of things uh, re- regarding the Panthers and the Giants. Uh, go- going forward uh, later later in the podcast and also uh, talk about the huge matchup between the Chargers and the Chiefs at Arrowhead Stadium on on Thursday Night Football. That to me is going to be the game of the week. We'll, we'll look at what's at stake there and of course that'll be the first game we pick when we look at the games over the weekend. But we, we need to start with with the people that are under pressure this week because... It's week two, and the and the, for the sixteen teams that that lost, uh, that that didn't win uh, yesterday uh, in week one, or the sixteen, uh, seventeen teams that either lost or tied. There, there is obviously the immense pressure of avoiding the zero and two start. In fact, I'll give you a stat that you could use. In the last twenty-seven, uh, in the last twenty-seven teams that started the season zero and two, meaning within the last three seasons, twenty-seven teams that have started started zero and two, none of them have made playoffs. That's right, zero of the twenty-seven teams that have started the season zero and two since twenty nineteen have not made the playoffs, and this is with the expanded playoffs that went from twelve to fourteen teams. Uh, between 2019 and 2020, so the, there there is an immense amount of pressure uh, for for those teams. And in fact, there are three games say, between teams that lost uh, in week one. You got the Falcons and the Rams. You have the Bang- you have the Bengals and the Cowboys, and you have the the Raiders and the Arizona Cardinals duking it out at Allegiant Stadium on Sunday. In addition, there are two other games. That feature uh, uh, feature winless teams with uh, remember the Colts and the Texans tied Week One. Both of them are playing uh, teams that lost on Sunday with uh, or over the weekend with the Texans taking on the Broncos in Denver and the Colts taking on the Jacksonville Jaguars uh, in, uh, in Duval County on Sunday. So. There is an immense amount of pressure, in, in my view, uh, for those teams to avoid an 0-2 start. But if you were to tell me two, uh, two coaches that absolutely positively have to win uh, on Sunday, it's Robert Sala of the Jets and it's Matt Rule of the Carolina Panthers. And I'll start with Robert Sala for, for the Jets because 
let, 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 let's take a look at uh, what we saw from the Jets on Sunday. So uh, that, that was the game I saw the most in the 1 o'clock window on Sunday. And I, I thought the Jets, I, I thought defensively, I thought the Jets played very well. Now, it, it took halftime adjustments from John Harbaugh to, uh, to get Lamar Jackson going and, and, and knowing what he's capable of doing as an NFL quarterback. We saw that uh, down the stretch of that game. But this is a Jets defense that is vastly improved from what it was a year ago. And the, the Jets got contributions from, uh, from, from, the, from all the young players, Quinn and Williams, uh, Jermaine Johnson, who they drafted, and, and of course, Sauce Gardner, I thought he played well uh, on Sunday looking at the eye test. So, uh, but of course, the, the, the Jets never had a chance on Sunday because Joe Flacco was the quarterback of, of, of the Jets, and, and that's where hope goes to die. Now, there are there are several a couple of things that the Jets need to do to win on Sunday against the Cleveland Browns in Cleveland, a team that 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 won in comeback fashion um, against Carolina. So what what they need to do is they need to get Garrett Wilson in the game. Garrett Garrett Wilson, what what was the one player that oozed confidence more more than everyone else? Um, on on the roster with with his catch making ability and his ability to open things up for uh, for them. So it, it's between Robert Sala and Mike Lafleur uh, to to formulate a game plan to to, uh, to get Garrett Wilson more involved because Wilson is that special of a receiver. Now the the, the Jets defense uh, I I, th I think has ha has things going on and I think you see saw a lot of seeds of Joe Douglas's off season. But Robert Salas uh, said some things uh, that 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 are that have been rather toasty to the press. That he's keeping receipts of everyone that's uh, that's downing him wrong, and 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 saying that he thinks there's going to be uh, a step in the in the in the right direction, and people are 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 he's going to call them out when they're wrong. Well, first of all. It, it's it's uh, you, you can't do that with with Joe Flacco as your quarterback. Second, Robert Sala hasn't proven himself as a head coach. And if if the Jets don't win on if the Jets lose on Sunday, this will be the fourth season in a row the Jets start 0-2. The first two uh, were with Adam Gase, and of course he, he was off the, uh, out of the window by the end of that season. If Robert Sala does not win. On Sunday, there are going to be some people that that, that are going to be calling for his job. Yes, I know Zach Wilson is is not in the formula for Sunday, but but this but this is a team who are the who the Jets are facing that is without a star quarterback so that 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 is that is coming that is coming off a shaky second half performance against against uh, against the Panthers uh, in a, in a toss up game. And and they, and they, and they, they this is an opportunity for, for the Jets to, to to go into Cleveland and and, and shock a lot of people and, and 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 generate some form of hope, some form of confidence, some form of trust in the process uh, at Florham Park. The the Jets absolutely. Need need to find a way to upset the Browns on Sunday because the schedule does not get any easier uh, from there for for the Jets. Now, how about the Panthers? And look, 
they're, every the, the, this is the third year for Matt Rule as the coach of the Panthers, and this is his third different quarterback, and he is the only coach in the NFL that who a missed the playoffs each of the last two seasons and is still employed. So if the Panthers don't uh, start the season 0 and 2, and by the way, if they started 3 and 0 last year, the if the Panthers start the season 0 and 2. The, the the hot seat is going to get uh, is going to uh, to get fiery very quickly for Matt Rule because the the, the Panthers need some form of hope they they need uh, 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 something uh, to wash away the disappointment of blowing that game against the Browns on on Sunday now it it it, t- it took a sixty eight uh, took a it took a long field goal from Kate York to win the game for 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 Cleveland. But this is absolutely a game that, uh, that 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 the Panthers need to get. It is on the road against a, against a franchise that 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 is rejuvenated with the hires of Joe Shane and Brian Dable, a, a team with a team that has questions at the quarterback position, questions at the wide receiver position. So and and the Panthers have a defense that that can absolutely uh, do that now. The problem with the Panthers, and we'll, we'll we'll get to that in our pick segment, is is being able to, to stop the run because that 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 was the, to me the, the reason why the why the Browns were were in that game for so long. So because they, they gave up 217 yards of rushing. Meanwhile, Saquon Barkley had 164 yards rushing himself on on Sunday when the Giants ran for a league best 238. So it, it it's up to Matt Rule. It's up to that defense, we're led by Phil Snow, to to come up with a plan to stop the, to slow down Saquon Barkley and give Baker Mayfield a chance to to win to win the game. Now I I think the Panthers have the advantage at the quarterback situation, uh go, go going going into this game with with Baker Mayfield a little a little bit ahead of Daniel Jones on my rankings, but if if they start zero two. And it's Baker, May- Baker Mayfield starting 0-2. Baker Mayfield's going to have to take a lot of tough questions. Uh, he, he's going to have to handle criticism, which is something he did not do well in Cleveland at all. And if, if, he, if he can't handle, uh, handle the heat, if, if the, the Panthers season is going to be over and Matt Rule is going to be out of the job by the end of the season. So that that that's where we are with uh, with with the Panthers. The Panthers take on the Giants on on Sunday afternoon uh, at MetLife Stadium. So now, I want I want to go to a my favorite game of the week and b the game of the week, and that is the Chargers and the Chiefs on Thursday night. Now, one one of the main uh, subjects of uh, leading into my pick segment last week was the, the AFC West battle between the Chargers and the Raiders. And the Chargers won. And the Chargers and the Chiefs are the two teams that, that are 1-0 in that division. Because, but, be, but because of the Broncos' shocking loss in Seattle uh, last night, uh, on Monday night, the, the, the winner of this game will, will improve to 2-0. And the winner of this game... Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll have the title right now as the team to beat in the division. And what if it's the Chargers that win on, on Thursday night against a revamped Patrick Mahomes, against a revamped Chiefs offense, against Andy Reid? 
the Chargers will be 2-0 in the division. It's going to be a huge tiebreaker if necessary when, uh, when, when it comes to the end of the season. And, 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 the, and the Chargers, who are, who are a team that had an excellent offseason, brought, brought in guys uh, for, uh, for the defense. One of them is probably not going to be playing on Thursday with J.C. Jackson still recovering uh, f uh, f from, from injury. Um, but the, the offensive line, I think Justin Herbert I played a very strong game against the Raiders on Sunday. The, the Chargers are going uh, are going to make, make might make the single most important statement uh, a a team will make so far this year if they go to Arrowhead and beat the Chiefs on Thursday night. So it it, it so this is a huge opportunity for the Chargers uh, to prove that 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 last year was was flukish and and last year with all the talent they had not making the playoffs it is out the window a different sense of urgency a different sense of attitude. That's what I want to see from Brandon Staley and the Chargers coming up this Thursday night. And then, then finally, the last topic I wanted to uh, to touch on is is the the subject about uh, the the Dallas Cowboys moving uh, moving on without Dak Prescott this uh, during this tough stretch. Now, now, now the, the reports from 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 Cowboys camp say it's it's going to be anywhere between four, like uh, like uh, what Jerry Jones thinks, to six to eight weeks, according to, to what team officials and and doctors say, with 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 his thumb injury. So, uh, so Cooper Rush is going to be starting for for Dallas on Sunday against Cincinnati, and. I, I don't think the Cowboys were, were making the playoffs with Dak Prescott, but yeah, but it, but Cowboys being an eight-point dog at home against Cincinnati, a, a team a, a team uh, that I thought outplayed Pittsburgh, uh, if if it wasn't for the mistakes, uh, on on Sunday, they they, they gotta play their 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 best their best game. They gotta play better. That 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 any at any point they've had over the last couple of seasons, if they want to beat the Bengals on Sunday, now the, the, there there are some games on the schedule uh, that that can be toss up games. Now I'm not necessarily going to pick Dallas to win all those games, but 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 game the uh, games where if the if the defense led by Micah Parsons, I uh, by the way I thought the defense played well yesterday on Sunday night against. Um, uh, against Tampa that lost in the shuffle with the Cowboys offensive woes and all that. If the if the defense uh, c can hold Joe Burrow to under 20 points, I think I think they have a chance uh, they have a chance to win. Uh if if uh yeah, the effort offensively is better than what it was last week. Uh so I, I'm not necessarily going going to go that route, but they they have a Monday night game with the Giants next week uh week. Then they're home against Washington, and and then they have the Rams, the Eagles, the Lions, and the Bears uh, leading into their bye week in, in week nine. So, so they, they so they can win two, three, three games if they're lucky. So, but boy, I I, I think the, the the proper mood around the Cowboys is is that we're cooked for. The 2022 season, and that and that means Mike McCarthy is going to lose his job, and that 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 means uh, that Callum Moore is going to lose his job, uh, and that and that means um, now I wouldn't necessarily say Dan Quinn because Dan Quinn was the farthest thing away from from the Cowboys' problems on Sunday night, 
some, but you, you think Dan Quinn is going to want to is going to want to want to gear up for another head coaching opportunity somewhere, like the Jets, like the Panthers, if if their if their coaches are fired um, at at the end of the season. So I I I think Dan Dan Quinn has a has a lot to gain in my mind, and that and that starts with a strong defensive performance for the Cowboys against the Cincinnati Bengals this coming Sunday. Alright everybody, let's do a couple of things before we get into our pick segment for the week. I'm going to give you a couple of names to consider for fantasy purposes for when it comes to week two in the NFL season. The, the, the person that I'm planning to absolutely must start, the, the absolute fantasy stud for week, week number two in, in, in the NFL in my mind is... Um, is is my guy Saquon Barkley of the New York Football Giants. Now, Saquon's going up against the Carolina Panthers, a team that gave up 217 yards on the ground against against the Cleveland Browns. And, and, and Saquon Barkley was, in my mind, the best running back in the NFL uh, on Sunday. That, that the, the, the coaching, the coordinator uh, utilized different ways to get Saquon Barkley into the game. That he, he, he took advantage of the strength of Andrew Thomas on the, on the left side of the infield. By the way, Andrew Thomas has quietly become one of the best left tackles in the NFL. Uh, to, to, to have his have big playmaking ability. Also, his ability to catch passes out of the backfield, which is a going to be a pivotal uh, a part of Brian Dable's offense. It, it's going gonna, it's gonna to give him an, an, another few points uh, th- there as well. So I think Saquon is going to have a huge day against the Panthers this coming Sunday. What my 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 guy not to sleep on for for fantasy this week is Daryl Henderson, the the outstanding running back for the LA Rams. Now we 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 saw uh, that that Cam Akers is, is is in the doghouse. Cam Akers only had three carries for zero yards on Sunday against the. Uh, on on Sunday against uh on Thursday night, excuse me, against the Bills. That that didn't bode so well. Meanwhile, Daryl Henderson, I I thought played particularly well against that Bills stout run defense. So I so I think now going up against the Falcons, where where the where the Rams uh, have a chance to uh to potentially uh run the football a lot in the second half. I think Daryl Henderson is gonna have a, a a lot of it can have uh, the big the big workload here when it when it comes to that. So I wouldn't necessarily sleep on uh, on on my on my guy Daryl Henderson, and 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 the and the guy who I who I think needs to sit for uh, for fantasy purposes. I I I gotta go with um. Uh, uh, Amari Cooper against the Jets. Now, the, uh, I thought the Jets played really well against the, the Baltimore Ravens. When, when you look at their defense, the, the, the Jets only gave up eight yards between the, their two corners in in Sauce Gardner and DJ Reed. I thought that was an outstanding performance by the Jets. The Jets' defense is much improved, and and, and they're, they're going to put themselves in, in some games, even though the quarterback is bad. But I, I think Amari Cooper has got a bad matchup against Sauce Gardner in Week 2 of the NFL this season, this week. 
Alrighty, everybody, here we go. NFL picks week number two uh, against the spread and straight up. So, th th this this is a a, a more difficult week uh, for, for me than uh, than it was last week because some of these spreads are are just impossible. Uh, to decipher on. So, to recap last week, I I'm off to a good start uh, for the season. I am ten five and one in the straight up department, and I was nine and seven against the spread last week. Uh, last week, and there th th there were uh, there were some uh, some close games, but. Without any further ado, let let's start with the the first game of the week, and that is Thursday night football tomorrow night. We've got the L.A. Chargers on the road against the Kansas City Chiefs. The Chiefs are favored by four points. Now, the the, the Chiefs were the, were more dominant in their game on Thursday on on Sunday than than the Chargers were, but I I, I think the Chargers. Have have an advantage in this game because of the mental fortitude that they needed to acquire to win that game on Sunday. I th I thought that the Chargers were majestic. I think the way the Chargers won that game against a division rival, a a, a team that that you're gonna have to take seriously for uh for 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 this upcoming season, and 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 the and the Chargers responded. And, and me meanwhile, the, the Chiefs didn't have to do so, so much uh, against the defunct Arizona Cardinals, uh, who who, uh, who are sans DeAndre Hopkins, sans a uh, talent on defense. So I think this is a prime upset opportunity for the Chargers. And I, and I, and first of all, I'm I'm gonna t I was gonna take the Chargers plus four anyway because I think uh, the, the division games are, are 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 closer, especially this one. But I'm gonna take the Chargers in an upset, 34 to 31 over the Kansas City Chiefs. Now let's go to the one o'clock games. We're gonna start on Sunday uh, with a game on CBS that uh, uh, with between the Baltimore Ravens favored by three and a half points taking on the Miami Dolphins, and I I I I think this too is a prime upset opportunity for a team like the Dolphins. To, to win on the road, I I think that this is a team, so uh, 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 the, the Ravens that al although they 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 beat the Jets by fifteen points, there they were met there were many areas uh points in that game where they did not play well, particularly in in, in the first half because uh, the, the Ravens uh, couldn't run the football like they normally do. Uh, Lamar Jackson couldn't get the ball to his wide receivers. Now, eventually they grinded the Jets and they and they wore them out. But I think this Dol this Dolphins team is a completely different character. I mean, I, I think it's it's apparent that the culture is different in Miami. I think Mike McDaniel it, it, it uh, has has the right attitude for uh, for uh, for this job, and, and I think uh, the, the Dolphins are going to make a statement early by going into Baltimore and and shocking the Ravens. I'll take the Dolphins to win this game, twenty three to twenty over the Ravens. 
Alrighty, we're now going to go to Cleveland, where the Cleveland Browns, they're at home. They're favored by six points, taking on the Jets. And I, I, I think that this is a game where the Jets are going to struggle again offensively. And I, I, I think the Browns made a huge statement with, with their victory against the Panthers on on sun on Sunday uh, going on the road in a hostile environment in, in Baker Mayfield seeking to rev uh, seeking revenge and, and the Browns got got the job done there and 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 this now the Browns are gonna go against a team that's gonna be one of uh, that it's gonna be one of the worst teams in the NFL offensively to start the season and I said at, at the start I I anticipate the Jets starting the season 0 and seven they're 0-1, they're going to go to 0-2. I'll take the Browns to win and cover 20-10. Now, the the next game was, was a tricky game to pick up until earlier this morning. So, the Detroit Lions, they're at home against the Washington Commanders. So, they, they were favored by 2.5 yesterday. Now, they're favored by just 1.5 points. And... I feel comfortable t taking the Lions to uh, to win and cover this game, and I thought the Lions played very well down the stretch. That and that they, they showed a lot of heart. They they, sh they showed a lot of all gas, no breaks, and, and they they never quit in my mind against the Eagles on Sunday. Now I, I credit Washington for beating Jacksonville. I I thought uh, I, I thought that they were gonna fall for for trap there, but. I, I think the Lions have something going on when it, when it comes to the culture w uh, that Dan Campbell is building up. So, so the Lions uh, didn't di 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 win until very late in the season. I think the, uh, I think the Lions are going to pick up their first win of the season on Sunday when they beat the Commanders 33-31. to Now, th th this, this next game, in my mind, was, uh, uh, was the, the toughest game of the week to pick. In terms of picking the winner, we've got the Indianapolis Colts. They're on the road. They're favored by four against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Now, th th this is the, this is the one game on the one o'clock slate where so where both teams uh, come into the game win uh, into this game winless. I mean, uh, the the Colts they they tied against the Texans, although they they, they were down twenty to three. Go, going into into that game uh, into the uh, the fourth quarter, then they rallied for 17 straight points to force overtime, and then and then the the, the game was tied from 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 there. So I I'm but I think the, the I think the Jaguars have an opportunity to uh, to win this game, and this this was the team that knocked out the Colts from the playoffs last year. I know the Colts got better at quarterback, but I I think that the Jaguars have have, have an upgrade in terms of the head coach. I think they have an upgrade in terms of of the quarterback and the receivers. I'm going to roll the dice here and pick the Jaguars to win this game outright. Jags 26, Colts 23. So let, let's let's go to New Orleans here as the Saints uh, are, are at home. They are two and a half point underdog against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Now Tampa is coming off a win against Dallas. The Saints are coming off barely beating the Falcons. But I I, I just I thought the the effort from, from the Saints early on was really bad. And and but but credit the Saints for finding a way to come back and win that game. 
So, but I just think the Saints are a bad matchup defensively for uh, uh, for Tom Brady and the Bucks. Now, I th I thought Tampa's offensive line played well. I thought uh, Leonard Fournette was was able to ta to ha get something going on there. But I just think uh, the, the the Saints are, are are the better team here. I think uh, I think they're, they're the better team. I think uh, they're a much more difficult opponent. As I mean, as Jameis Winston finally got something going on with Michael Thomas at the end, that's going to be a dangerous combination. So I think the Saints. I think they can not, not only win this game. I think they're going to win this game by ten points. I'll take the I'll take the Saints twenty six to sixteen over the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Now, against the spread, this was the single hardest. Uh, this was the second hardest game of the week for me to pick. The New York Giants, they're at home. They're favored by two, taking on the Carolina Panthers. Now, I said in the fantasy segment that I think Saquon Barkley is going to go off, and and, and that that's where. I, I think the Giants are going to win this game, but uh, but and normally this, this would be a a, a, a um, an easy Giants uh, uh, to to win uh, to win and cover here, but I just think that there are some things uh, from the Panthers uh, that we didn't see uh, see last year that I think could 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 pose some issues for the Giants this year. First of all, not great at quarterback. First, second of all. Um, a, a, a healthy defense, and third of all, a healthy Christian McCaffrey. So, so while I think th those three things are gonna are, are gonna are gonna help Carolina uh, on Sunday, and, and mind you, this is a game the Panthers absolutely need to win. I just think the Giants are the better coach. I think the Giants uh, have, have the better coach. They have the better offensive line, and and I I don't think Bacon uh, Bacon Mayfield is as strong um, at. Um, uh, as the as the other quarterbacks in that division in that division, so but I think Daniel Jones, uh, uh, with with all the talk, the bad interception, I think he, I, I think yeah, he, uh, I think the Giants have the better quarterback in this game, and and, and am I crazy to think of that? I'll take the Giants to win and cover twenty to seventeen over the Panthers. This, this this is the last one o'clock game. The, the the New England Patriots. They're on the road. They're favored by one and a half. And Pittsburgh taking on the Steelers. Now I'm pick. I'm this. I'm circle the Steelers in this game to win this game outright. I, I'm I'm not even gonna hesitate. Uh, and, and now the Steelers are gonna be without T.J. Watt, obviously. So th th I think Najee Harris uh, being someone available for Sunday. I think it make, makes a huge difference in this ball game. And I just think the Patriots are n simply not very good, and, and and they have to deal with the Steelers' defense. Yeah, I had the, I said the Patriots are going to start the season 0 five. They're going to go to 0 and two after Sunday. Steelers are going to win this game 17-13. Now against the spread, this is the singular toughest game of the week to pick. We've got the L.A. Rams. They are at home. They're favored by t ten and a half points, taking on the Atlanta Falcons. Now, I think the Rams are going to bounce back and win this game. But now the question is, c can you exactly feel good about the Rams right now? And and we didn't talk about this on on uh, in depth on Monday, but but there there are clearly some things missing from the rams in terms of 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 their pedigree when you, when you look at the 
uh, w w when you look at the offensive line, when, when you look at uh, the front seven, when, when you when you look at uh, the wide receiver position, uh, if you take out Cooper Cup, I I I think the Rams are gonna are gonna put up their points because McVay and and, and the offense and 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 Stafford and the Stafford to Cup connection. So, but can you exactly feel great? Now, give the Falcons credit for 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 their performance for for most of that uh, most of that game on on Sunday against the Saints. But they obviously I uh, can't uh, can't blow a sixteen point lead like this. But do I think they're gonna make it competitive against the Rams? I I think there 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 is some holes uh, in the in the Rams uh, defense that they can certainly exploit. And I'll take the Rams to win thirty to twenty four over the Falcons. So I'll, give, I'll, I'll grab the 10.5 points here with the Atlanta Falcons. The San Francisco 49ers coming off an atrocious loss against the Chicago Bears. They're at home. They're favored by 9.5 points taking on the Seattle Seahawks. Now, the, the, the Seahawks Super Bowl this season was this past Monday night when they took down Russell Wilson and the Broncos. And, and I, I thought Seattle was atrocious in the second half. I, I, I thought uh, with, with the turnovers, the mistakes... The inability to uh, to uh, to, uh, to maintain possession long enough. The Seattle got lucky because of a Broncos uh, Broncos penalties that that sustained drives in the first half and gave them their supply of points. I think the 49ers are going to crush Seattle this week. I'll take the Niners to win 23 to six over the Seattle Seahawks. Let's go to the 4:25 slate on CBS. We're going to begin with the Dallas Cowboys. They are. At, uh, at home against the Cincinnati Bengals, the Bengals favored by seven and a half points. Now, I, I, I'm not, I'm not gonna, uh, gonna think twice about this. I'm gonna take the Bengals to win and cover. I, I think the Bengals were, were, were better uh, in the second half and overtime in my mind against the Steelers. So, so I think there's no way that Joe Burrow is going to let this Bengals team start 0-2. I, I think that the, their defense is going to suffocate uh, Dallas and Cooper Rush. I'll take the Bengals to win and cover here. They'll win 23-12 over the Dallas Cowboys. The Denver Broncos, they're at home. They're favored by 10, taking on the Houston Texans. Now, Nathan Hackett has suddenly become a yeah but in terms of clock management. But I, I thought uh, I if if you take if you take away the, the uh, fumbles at the one yard line, which which which, which, which uh, the one yard line seems to be elusive for Russell Wilson, the the, the Broncos are going to be fine. I, I I think Nathan Hackett learned a learned mistake. I think it was a a fir first game mistake for Nate Hackett when when it comes to the clock management and all that. I'll I'll take the Broncos uh, uh to to win to win this game. They they they're going to avoid the uh um. Instead of avoiding Owen to start, and they'll win twenty-nine to fourteen over the the Houston Texans. Alrighty, let's go to the last four o'clock game of the slate with the Las Vegas Raiders at home at Allegiant Stadium in their home opener, taking on the Arizona Cardinals. The Raiders are favored by six, and this is a tricky game for me to pick. So because the Raiders can get into a lot of close games, but I just don't see how the, the this Raiders team is going to start 0-2. I mean, I I don't get me wrong. I don't have the Raiders as a playoff team, but I don't. I'll be shocked if if they can't beat the Cardinals on Sunday at home. 
so with, with, with the way the Cardinals played uh, um, against the Chiefs. I, I'll, I'll take the Raiders to win by a touchdown. They'll win 31-24 to over the Arizona Cardinals. Also, let, let's now go to the Sunday night game as the Green Bay Packers, they're at home. They're favored by 9.5 points taking on the Chicago Bears. And look... I I I'm I have no problem taking the Bears uh, plus nine and a half. I mean the the Packers offense is atrocious the, uh, right now. The Packers are uh, the most offensively challenged team in my opinion in the NFC, um, alongside the Cowboys um, as we speak. And I I I'm I think the the Cowboys uh, the excuse me the um ah. So, uh, and, and I think the Packers, now, I think the Packers are going to win this game on the strength of their defense, which I think is, is the best in the, NF, in the NFC, but they got to play a heck of a lot better than, than, than they did against the Vikings. I mean, I mean, allowing Justin Jefferson uh, to, uh, to be, be so free and open, so like that, that, that was certainly a choice that I think um, um, Matt LaFleur and Joe Barry uh, need, need to work on. Uh, when it comes to Darnell Mooney uh, on on Sunday night, so I, I'm I'm gonna pick the the Packers to win, but I'm gonna grab the nine and a half points with the Bears. I think it's gonna be an ugly game on NBC. Give me the Packers thirteen to nine over Chicago, and now a Monday night uh, double uh, uh, semi double header is we start at seven p.m. Eastern uh, on ESPN. With the Buffalo Bills uh, favored by 10 points at home against the Tennessee Titans. And, look. Th- 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 this, uh, I-, I-, I was compelled uh, by-, by a lot of measures to pick the Titans. To not only cover, but to win the game outright. But after seeing the Bills uh, f- for one week. I, I-, I think my opinion ha- ha- it- it's changed on this. I, I mean, you, you got uh, the-, the-, the Titans secondary... Uh, uh, was not great in the second half. Uh, uh, they clearly missed Harold Landry. The offensive line uh, is not great. The, the, uh, the Giants are able to hold Derrick Henry in check, and and I, and I think this is this is going to be uh, uh, this is a game that screams 31-20, 31-17, but no low for it. I just think the Titans are 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 seven to eight win team, not making the playoffs this upcoming season. And finally. Well, we, uh, this, this is uh, one. If, if this is one of my favorite games and one of my favorite matchups of the week, we got Monday Night Football on ABC. The Philadelphia Eagles—they are at home, favored by two and a half points, taking on the Minnesota Vikings. And look, I'm going to take the Eagles to win and cover. I think the Eagles have the better defense. I I, I think the, their offensive line has been was outstanding against the Lions. I think you you can make an argument the Eagles have. One of the best offensive lines in the NFL again, and I I, I think that everything's coming up Eagles here. It's gonna be it's gonna be an entertaining game. I think it's gonna be a high scoring game uh, with with the Vikings' explosive and aggressive offense. I'll take the Eagles to win this game, thirty nine to thirty four over the Minnesota Vikings. And that's gonna do it for this edition of Hooked On Sports. My name is John Flynn. Thank you so very much for listening, and I'll be back here on the podcast next week. So long, everybody.